Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Bigarito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Ducker Zamp for the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. And I listen to the Pat Cotillo Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. And uh, it's a pretty big one, as uh, the first Black Friday uh, game is in the books, and it is certainly uh, something that the Miami Dolphins will relish for a long, long time. Miami Dolphins defeat the New York Jets 34-13, bring their record to 8-3. and uh, But, of course, that just uh, begins to be the tip of the iceberg of the story. Uh, let me give you the rundown first, as always. Two, a 21 for 30, 243, one touchdown, two picks. Uh, obviously not a strong game for him. Uh, we'll get into that later on. Uh, leading rusher was Mostert, 20 for 94, two touchdowns, had a pretty nice game. Uh, Jeff Wilson right behind him, 11 for 56. Receiving-wise, leading receiver was Waddle, 8 for 114. Tyree Kill behind him, 9 for 102. And uh, the big play, which uh, will reverberate around the league for many, many years to come, especially uh, in the metropolitan area of New York, uh, is Javon Holland and his 99-yard touchdown interception, which has now been dubbed the Hell Mary. And uh, it is uh, certainly a play that you can watch over and over and over again. Uh, of note, Baker also had an interception. Uh, on the Jets' side, Tim Boyle, the Tim Boyle era, as Rich likes to refer to it, uh, starts off very rough. 27 for 38, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, and then uh, Brees Hall, leading rusher, 7 for 25. Receiving-wise, Garrett Wilson takes the lead, 7 for 44 with a touchdown, and uh, Tyler uh, Conklin after that, 4 for 33. That's your uh, rundown in a nutshell. Um, of course, you don't get out of the game scot-free. Uh, Jalen Phillips, uh, unfortunately, tears his uh, Achilles out for the year. We will discuss that. That is certainly a down spot on the whole uh on the whole day, um, and sack-wise, there's a lot of them to go around. Phillips, Hand, uh, Wilkins uh, had two. Uh, Agba, one and a half, Sealer, and uh, Raquan Davis also had a half. So there it is uh, in a nutshell. Um, Rich, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't think we could have expected 
the monumental historic game that we saw uh, uh, on Friday as the New York media and the New York Jet fans uh, have come out and said it is at the top of one of the worst humiliating defeats in the history of the franchise. Uh, Fireman Ed distraught. Uh, and of course, as I said, it's been dubbed the Black Friday Massacre, and you have a play now called the Hell Mary, which is just absolutely uh, um, going around uh, like wildfire as one of the uh, one of the worst plays they, they've described it. One of the most infamous infamous plays in New York Jet history. So I know that puts a smile on your face as I throw the open uh, court to you, my friend. <laughs> it was the 11th anniversary of the butt fumble, too. So you, the, the play that they didn't think could be topped was topped. <laughs> yeah, right? No, Isn't that unbelievable? Isn't that yeah. unbelievable? It really was. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, it was just... Uh, it was just a day for the ages for both the Dolphins yeah. and the Dolphin-Jet matchup. Uh, it's just uh, absolutely was a special day. It really was. And you know what? It magnifies as it got on. You know, like when you look back on as as the days progress, you realize what a special day it really was. And you, know, you know what's really hilarious is the hype going into this year. They had this team in the Super Bowl. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, yeah, what did. other organization could be hyped for a Super Bowl appearance and turn it to this year? I mean, it's only one team in the history of sports that can actually accomplish this feat, and it's the New York Jets. It's very jet-like with the signing of Rodgers and how how it literally was like the first drive, how it, it turned. Uh, you're you're right. I mean, it it did turn quick. It did turn quick. There's no doubt about it. So yeah, I, I mean, um, of course, there's that, and and you know, it just it just seems like. Uh, you know, I said last week, and I'll forever say it, I have it on a loop, one of my favorite Jet moments of all time is Robert Sala absolutely body slamming Wilson as he oh, came yeah. to the sidelines, and then coming up with a yeah. grin on his face, like, I know what everything, it was insane, it really was, and then, and, and then like you said, you know, I mean, you top it this I, week I with the play. I didn't know much about Tim Boyle, you know, like until like I looked into it. Guy had yeah. like a terrible, terrible collegiate career at UConn. He was awful. He even admitted he was awful. Like, how is a guy like this in the NFL? He's now yeah. zero four as a starter. He's totally inept. And like I said, he wasn't an accomplished quarterback in college. So how in God's name is he in the NFL? Yeah, I don't know the pathway. Uh, I think you you brushed upon it last week as well. Um, you know, and, and I'm not. It's worse than I thought, though. It's worse than I thought. I mean, he was terrible in college. <laughs> I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm. It's just some guys, man. It's just amazing, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, like I said, I don't know the pathway there. Um, and, and you can't put it all on him because the Dolphin, uh, you know, the Dolphin um, uh, rush was really strong. There's a lot of sacks there. Um, but, uh, you know, it seemed like the, the game plan was a little ridiculous from their point of view. Um, and, and, 
you know, the, the, the Hail Mary, as we refer, which everybody knows now, <laughs> was actually uh, a, a last-second Hail Mary before the half that turned into an absolute uh, remarkable, memorable 99-yard touchdown play that will be on, uh, you know, uh, the NFL list for forever. Uh, it just, you know, it was that kind of day. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what else to say about it. I, I called it. I called it a touchdown when he was on the 20. <laughs> yeah. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're looking at me like I was nuts. <laughs> You know, uh, as as great as it was, you know, and I mentioned it before, as great as it was, you know, we'd be remiss to, to say, you know, we didn't come out of the game scot-free, unfortunately. We did have uh, Jalen Phillips go down with an Achilles injury, which really kind of uh, tarnishes, uh, you know, uh, some oh, yeah. of, of, of the great things. And, uh, you know, it, it's and weird because – yeah, yeah, uh, Armstead too. Um, you know, which you know, you brought that up earlier. I was, I was going to bring that up next segment. I, I mean, you're at a certain point now where you know I, he's a really good player when he's healthy, but you know, it, it, it's just getting to the point now where you really have to look to move on. I think you know, at least from from the the role of that you you know you have him in and and what because it's it just brings the offensive line you know too inconsistent, and you know when you have that. Uh, it, it's very hard. And what what is the uh, um, what is what did you hear on him? Week to week. Look, I, I don't think he's playing this week, but it's it seems like it could be multiple weeks. Yeah, and and, uh, and, and you know, make, make a week to week you know evaluation of it. It's and like let's be honest, we went like we went week to week for almost an entire season last year. I know it. You know, it, it's yeah, the kind of thing it. where, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, like I said, I, I hate you know how to be... long it takes to get one of these guys sometimes, you know, it's the problem, you know? No, I, I got you. It's just, you know, he's out a lot more than he's in, and it just makes things so hard. I, I yeah, like Armstead. Well, I mean, he you could definitely, like, you could definitely try to find somebody to back him up that's better, but, you know, it's hard to move on because, you know, you, that contract's crazy, you know? What is the contract with him? I think it's another year or two, but it's, it's you know, he's like one of the highest paid in the league. Yeah, huh? It's that big? Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about him, obviously, but, you know, let's talk about it just from the standpoint of, of you know what you do to to move on, it's just another injury there that you have to kind of patch up and already um, injured well, and moved about is, line. I, I mean, you know, look, the good thing is the next three games are winnable games. You shouldn't, you should be okay without him. Your backups. I mean, you know, the, they should be eleven and three after these next three. You know, right? You know, unless something, some something happens that's like out of the ordinary. So we should be we should be able to get through that. He should be able to get healthy when we need him. You know. Well, you you actually played better. You actually played better when he wasn't in the lineup this year. As ridiculous as that sounds, they they, they did. Not in the beginning, we did. Not the first few games, we did. You know, I understand what you're saying. When a couple times when he's out the offensive line, look up was getting better. But you know, when you were missing him and Connor Williams, it was it was a problem. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, uh, you know, game by game. One of those early games was the Bronco game, obviously, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying I don't want him in. I mean, you, you brought this up. You brought this up early, so we're in this discussion. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, uh, they've done it without him for a lot this year. So I think they'll be able to do it. You know, uh, is my point. Um, I'm just saying future wise. You know, this is just it yeah, seems think, like yeah, it's I, know. I, I think you're going to need them. You're going to need them in the playoffs. You're going to need them with the tough teams, you know, going into the playoffs. So Yeah, yeah, you I mean, know, I, I agree. I, Cowboys, you're going to need them, you know. And hopefully yeah, I, I agree. That. I mean, it's going to start yeah, getting – we said this was an easy know. stretch. I mean, we said this was the yeah. easy stretch. You know, you had yeah, the Raiders was right to tell you, I, you know, the, your Raiders Jets are done. Now you have Washington, Tennessee, and then the Jets again. So, you know, this was the stretch. Um, and, you know, yeah. so far you, you put two in the books. Um, you know, albeit one might have not been pretty, but who cares? And, and you have three coming up. So, you know, you keep doing what you do. And, and you know, I guess we'll see where that kind of goes. Um, you know, uh I don't know. And then you have, uh, you know, one one note. I want to change the subject a little bit on this game. Um, Jason Sanders did hit a 54-yard field goal. was, you know, a pretty nice shot and, you know, a, a decent moment. It was the kind of game, you know, where um, I wouldn't say it was a high-pressured kick, but, you know, obviously it was one that, you know, really kind of solidified what they were doing. But he did hit a 54, so, you you, you know, we're both on top of him a lot. So I'll, I'll just, I'm giving him, you know, his due when he, I guess he deserves it, you know. So yeah, well, he had a, he, that. that was the best game of the year he had, you know, probably the best game in the last two years. You know, and it wasn't an easy day with the win. No, no, it wasn't an easy day with the wind. Um, it was, uh, you know, it, it, it was the kind of day that, you know, uh, special team guys and, and kickers and uh, ironically, I think Braxton Berrios felt it a little bit, coughing one up. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a tough day for those kind of, you know, uh, special team type players. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, on top of it, you know, he makes a really nice play there. Um and and I thought that uh, you know they uh, basically were able to do what they wanted to do uh, eventually. Um, and uh, again, I, I thought that the Jets' game plan was horrendous. I, I really did. I mean, I, I thought that uh, you know they uh, they just did not have a good game plan. I was very surprised why they would even make that move coming into the Dolphin game. You know, I understand the Zach Wilson thing, but, the, you know, how you could think you had a better chance starting a new quarterback in that game just seemed ridiculous right off the bat, you know. Um, and all they seem to do is, like, they rely, on the, they, rely on, they rely on their running back hall like he's Walter Payton. You know, yeah, and then – All they do is hand the ball off and throw the ball to him. Like, you know, they're getting this guy killed. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, defense really again, you know, played it's strong. So predictable. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, oh. was able to. And you know, let's not wait. I have to get past this one. I can't let this one slide. Uh, Sauce Johnson got smoked by Waddle. Smoked. So you know, another another overrated cornerback in the in uh, the Jets lore. You know, he's talking about doesn't meet reality with these guys. It's, it's, it's so funny. I mean, Waddle would buy him like a like a Ferrari passing a Pinto on the highway. Yeah, that that uh, yeah, but that actually wasn't him though on that play. 
He was on the other side. I looked at that a few times. That actually wasn't Sauce Gardner on that. What, the long one? Was it him? Yeah, the, no, he was on the other side. But it was a, I mean, it was a nice... Yeah, Waddle, uh, Gardner was playing on the other side. But, um, uh, you know, Waddle, while we're on Waddle, had a really good game. I mean, he... But again, I say all the time, he, he takes... He takes the beating. I mean, he really does. Oh, and yeah. I worry about I worry about that, too, you know, Rich? I mean, it's just the kind of thing where, um, you know, physical receivers, I mean, he seems like he kind of takes a beating uh, across the middle and, 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 and you know, he, he got back in gear, which I really like. Uh, and uh, for those keeping track, uh, the cheetah tracker is now 676 yards. So, you know, he... He stays healthy. I mean, this thing is well within reach for him, um, you know, as long as he can stay healthy and, uh, you know, yep. continue to, to do what you, you know, you got seven games remaining now, albeit it does get tougher down the stretch. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's an exciting thing right there, and uh, we'll continue to watch it. So we'll see how it goes. All right, let's take a quick break, and uh, we got a special jet moment for you to uh, enjoy. It's intercepted at the line of scrimmage. It's going to be run in for a touchdown by A.J. Dewey at the 10 to 5. He scores! Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. You listen to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Cause I'm not 
Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat and Rich coming at you. And uh, we'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight, which is the Bears at the Vikings. Uh, so uh, NFC all the way on that. Um, you know, obviously no ramifications there, but uh, we'll still take you right up to that. And uh, just a reminder, you can send us any questions or comments, Pacatello Show at yahoo.com. And uh, just go right to iTunes and you subscribe and get our latest shows delivered right to you. Uh, so, um, you know, as we said, uh, you know, a, a really good uh, – outing for the Dolphins, the Dolphins offense, just too much, uh, you know, for uh, the Jets. I know, um, Rich, you, you talked about, uh, um, you know, the Jet defense and being overrated all the time. I think Gardner was on Waddle on that uh, on that one uh, in the third quarter, so I guess they shift around a little bit, right? Because well, didn't, didn't Waddle yeah. have him later in the game and stuff like that? He had that one yeah, catch. So, yeah. yeah, so um, – you know, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, it's the kind of thing where, um, you know, the, the Dolphin offense, if you look at the Jet defense, again, I mean, I think if you take one thing out of it, I think Tua kind of did not have a great game, right? I mean, he had those two picks. Yeah. kind of got off the hook there um, well, two the weeks one, in a the row. to a touchdown, though, for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, without that Big pick, time. we don't get that touchdown. Yeah. Oh, no, no, you're right about that, as as how it kind of turned out, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, like, as far as, you know, um, him with what their defense did, I, I think you've seen, uh, you know, he, at times he, he did not look sharp. And uh, uh, what do you attribute it to? Well, the pick six, I just don't think he looked. He just, like, stared at the guy, and we were right behind that. He just stared at the receiver and, like, yeah. he didn't see the guy coming over. It's weird. It's like he didn't have enough on it. He kind of just, like, lofted it over to the side, like the out battered, and the other guy just ran in front of it and took it to the house, in front of Barrios. So You know, it's weird, Rich. It I, seemed I, like he was staring at him the whole you know, time. Yeah, and it just seemed like it looked, I guess he, the way he was looking, it looked like he was wide open and he didn't never look at the other guy because he didn't have anything on it. If you look at no. it, now, I know it was windy. Well, but it just looked like he lobbed it, kind of, you know? Well, it's funny that you said that, like, because obviously that's what the critics are saying now. You know, we hear that with his arm strength and stuff. That's what well, the big not, thing that every strength. I just think it was a, you know, I think it was a wind thing, or he thought he was just wide open yeah. and he didn't have to gun it. You know? Yeah. I, I just think that's where he fooled, you know? But I think the yeah. wind could have slowed it down, too. But I don't think it's, it's not arm strength. We've seen this guy, you know, throw the ball, you know, with yeah. velocity on those outfits. Yeah, you yeah. Know, so I'm not. It's definitely not that. That's just, you know, anybody who's saying that is, is just being stupid. That's all, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know anybody? They want, they want to just, want, yeah, I know. I, I think I got a few. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to go with the narrative that he's not that good. That's, that's yeah. you know, that's what that is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, and obviously he throws a beautiful long ball, which we've seen, like you said, to Waddle. Yeah. I think I think Sauce was on that one that you know on there that he beat him there, and then and then Tyreek Hill had a long one. Um, he just throws a really nice long ball. Absolutely. Yep. And you, you know, know for, he throws it very well across the middle too. You know, like he you know he throws a lot in there. He weaves him in there where you don't even look like the guy's open. He throws it before the guy makes the cut. The ball's right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. he definitely has arm strength. It's not that, you know. That stadium, you know, look, we saw Marino throw up some doozies in that place. 
you know, when the wind yeah, it's is a going, tough stadium. You know? Yeah, it, it's a tough place yeah. to play. The the wind there, uh, even in the old stadium, was was treacherous. And, and, and the, uh, the wind's worse than this one because, yeah. you know, because how it's like an open-air stadium with the dopey louvers that are open, Yeah, you know? For sure. So it's, you know, um, it's, it's actually worse than this. Yeah. Now, it's worse than this. It's worse than this for the stadium and fans. I don't know if, if the, the old stadium was pretty bad for the actual players. So yeah. I, I don't know where, you know, this one might be a little better on the actual field. But, I don't uh, think so, definitely, the, players are the, ones who, the players are the ones around the league who voted this as the worst stadium in the league. So, and because know, of the wind on the field? I think it's everything. But was that a factor? That's what they said? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Really, they touched upon uh-huh. that? Okay. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I mean, actually hear them say wind, but it's not just the turf. You know what I mean? They they viewed it as the worst stadium in the league altogether. Personality, now, looks, sound. Aaron Rodgers, you know? Jalen Phillips, I didn't follow it all year, but there's been some other injuries there. Um, uh, you attribute that to the actual turf, Rich, at all? Or is it That's just what the flu? players are saying? I mean, I've never been on it, obviously. You know, Holland hurt his knee, too, you know. He's not that bad. But Holland hurt his knee after that play. Like, towards hmm. the end of the game, he hurt his knee. And he blames the turf, too. He does? So, you know. Yeah. He blames it? Yep. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, hmm. he came out and said it. What is it about it? I don't know. I, I, it's brand new, so I can't tell you. I, I don't know what the well, It's brand new this year? Everybody's killing it. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Uh-huh. What, wh- why? Concerts or something? They had to do something to, no, they had to do something to to be world, uh, you know, oh. you know, the World Cup thing. And I guess oh. this one can withstand, because they had to put national grass over it. So I think this one can withstand those, uh, you know, they have to put, like, those pieces together to make the grass field or whatever. And I guess this one can survive that. So, oh. I don't know, something's changed. Because of that, and everybody's complaining about it, and that's why they're not doing anything about it because it's World Cup compliance. Oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, listen, we got the same issues going on down south. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Um, It seems like all these football stadiums, football is so far uh, behind what their priorities are in a lot of them, right? I mean, you could obviously see. This stadium, MetLife, was built for the events that take place when football is not taking place. And uh, you can say the same thing down there. Um, you know, those two yeah. are probably at the top of the pack with that. They really are. You know, I can understand what you know when a team has you know one team in the event in there, one one team. So you got eight games a year, maybe nine, right? <laughs> and, and maybe a couple of playoff games if you're lucky. But like this, this MetLife has two teams. So they yeah. have double league games, right? Yeah. It's like, come on. You know, like, how can it be that bad? It's amazing, you know? <laughs> but it's typical yeah. New Jersey. We live here our whole lives, basically. You know, it's, uh, you know, they could screw up anything. Yeah, I mean, they, like you said, they, they do have two teams playing there, and uh, I guess they uh, – 
you know, uh, although that is kind of every week, they have so many other events in the New York area, and that's the place to do it, from high school national championships to concerts to soccer. Uh, it's just, you know, I mean, it's basically, um, it probably gets as much traffic as anyone in the country, right? But, yeah, but it's insane. Like, they have concerts there, and acoustically it's terrible. Is it? It, You know, they they didn't do anything correctly. Yeah, because those louvers are open, so the sound Mm -hmm. travels out. That's why you have Mm -hmm. trouble hearing, you know, hearing the uh, the PA announcer during the football game. You know, it's it's all jarbled because acoustically the place is terrible. And I guess that's why uh, the the Taylor Swift fans got such a good concert by sitting in uh, the in the mall parking lot. (laughs) I guess it carried pretty strong over there. Yeah, it was good in the car. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just like whoever designed this thing, you know, Rob Money, or, you know, it's just terrible. Who did design it? I don't know. New but, York you know, uh, was involved because it's the Giants or just the New Jersey thing? Or how does that work? Do you no, know? the Giants and Jets own it. The, the, the state has uh, no ownership of it anymore. They gave it up to build this thing because they were threatening to leave. So they, they gave concessions away. Like, I don't think they even own the parking anymore. Uh, they don't own anything. This thing. Nothing. It's all two teams. But supposedly now that they're talking about putting a roof on it, like it's, they're able to do a roof like the, the one what they did with the U.S. Open. Yeah. Somehow they're able to do they're, it. And if they did that, supposedly I heard they have to close in those dopey louvers. But they're they going to do that? That's, that's the they, rumor. Well, if they do something like that, it, it, it's it's a game changer, no? I mean, that could turn into one yeah. of the, that would turn into one of yeah. the one of the best stadiums if they do it properly, right? Well, yeah, they but have I to believe get some, that uh, when I see it. I me too. I don't, you know, I don't see it happening tomorrow. You know, no, we'll and that's see. not an overnight you know? thing. And there's going to be a lot of revenue no. lost while that's being done. Because if you do it outside of football season, you got all the concerts and all the events we just spoke of. So, yeah, um, how long did yeah. it take Miami to do the, with the with the dopey open air roof? That, how long that, that ridiculous thing it wasn't took, like yeah. a two and a half year project. No, right? No, no, yeah, exactly. I mean, and they they were in crunch time there too, and almost didn't and, get and it they done. Have better weather, and they yeah. have better weather than us. Yeah, but so, you remember they you hit know, some hurricanes and round. stuff, and remember they hit some hurricanes yeah. and almost didn't get it done yeah. in time. It was yep. a fiasco. Yeah, it was right where they remember they took the one year that they put the screens in the next year, and then the roof yep. was like by the third year, so it was almost three years, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it was not without uh, you know absolute chaos at points. There's no doubt about it. So. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting, be interesting to see, um, to say the least, how that goes down. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's, we talk about this a lot because, you know, the rivalries and stuff like that. Um, you know, the Miami Dolphins right now um, have really put themselves or, or – Fate has actually put them in a position like they've never seen before. I mean, we talked about this. As far as this yep. division goes, I, you would have to have an absolute monumental collapse. proportion collapse to not win yeah. this division. I mean, it well, is just if we win. If we win Sunday, Bills have a bye. We'll have a three-game yep. lead in the division. Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you literally. Yeah. This thing is. Yeah. yeah. You. It, between the Jets, 
collapse. And more important than that, uh, as we do every week on this show, the uh, Belichick count is now six. That's right. He is six losses away from becoming the all-time losingest coach in the NFL. And it still stays at 17 from the winning perspective, which I don't think has ever been done where you have both of those counts racing towards each other. I mean, literally. Yeah. And it looks like the the, the first one, I think, is, is, is uh, uh, on the horizon quicker. I don't think I've ever seen him more distraught and almost emotional in that press conference after that game. Um, it was just, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's not pretty. Up in New England. I mean, what, what's, he, what, what's he thinking about bringing in this sappy guy too? I mean, you know, don't you gotta just run it with Mac Jones and be done with it? I mean, I, how do you bring in a guy that you know is not as good? I mean, it's, you know, I know yeah. Mac Jones is having his problems, but I mean, come on, yeah. man, this other guy can't play. Yeah, I mean, I, Mac Jones is struggling a lot too. I mean, they they. Uh, all the expatriates, uh, the way that they've been uh, on top of Mac Jones is, is, is at a ridiculous level. I and apparently you. When you have all the people there. As a backup, this yeah. guy's happy's no good. You know, I, I just don't understand. You know, it's like, you know, you drafted him, you brought him along. Like, yeah. Now you're at the point where you never can bring him back at this, you know, it's coming soon that it's going to be like Zach Wilson where, you know, he's just going to be benched for the rest of the year and he rolls yeah. out with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and they play games too. You know, he, yeah. he played games with. He plays games with, you know, with Mac Jones, and you know, and, and and going into the year and the backups, and it just seems like it's all coming back to them, which is why it's, it's yeah. you know almost giddy like because you know they, they certainly dished it out for years and years and years. You know, oh, 100%. Um, yep. So it's you know, there's no love lost there. I mean, no. uh, you know, uh, I don't know where the future is. We've talked about this. Obviously, there's other there's other places for him to go if he so chooses. But, you know, you have to wonder, too, Rich. I mean, I'll be honest with you. At this stage, you really want to start over? Because that's what it is. I don't care I where you go. You're not going to the San Francisco 49ers. So wherever you go, you're starting over. Maybe, maybe, best-case scenario, you get a Herbert-type guy to start with, but you're still starting over. And it's, there's a lot yep. to that. And I think he found that out. I, do you really want to do that at this age? He's not, you know, not young. I mean, he's got really, you know, well, I know you say what else does he have when you're right. I mean, but this isn't fun. I mean, this has got to be a toll taking on him. It really is. I never seen him like I saw him in that press conference. This one. I mean, this just seemed like he was just spent, beat up and spent. Yeah, he's all, couldn't even you know, put the ass on. You know that? Yeah, he looked. Uh, yeah, it was even worse than usual though, at that press conference yesterday. He couldn't even put the act on. Yeah, he was just like, just like fine. nice and like you know, just take, beat up and nice. So, so, don't you just take the fine instead of doing that if you're going to do that, right? Yeah, I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works to completely avoid it. I think you got a problem. I don't think you can just avoid it. I don't think you can just avoid yeah. it. I think you can. I think you can. Uh, you know, well, no. I think for, for a head coach. Oh. What's that? <laughs> that should be, he should be fined for that performance. 
Yeah, I mean, but like I said, it was different than anything I've seen from him. The nasty grump, yeah. you know, that wasn't there. It was just like I'm. It was just like a def- deflated, defeated, defeated. You know, yeah, almost like you know, quiet, nice. You know, uh, can I get out of here? It just was. It's crazy. It really was, and especially where it took place. Let's not, uh, you know, let's not dismiss that, uh, you know, kind of uh, mythology there taking place at Giant Stadium, which has been a rumored job of his. It's one of the the, the rumored jobs. Um, so, and yet it's always been one of his dream jobs, you know. So, wait, wait. So, wait. You're gonna fire the coach who just beat him to hire him. Well, I, I'm saying going into that, like that's that was that was the thing, right? That was the thing. I mean, that was one of the I jobs mean, that I really talked about. The coach that they're saying that I know, like, but, but Dable, had, you know, went in there with a guy named Tommy DeVito and beat him. <laughs> yeah, two and zero, Tommy DeVito. Two and zero, Tommy DeVito, and the talk of the entire league right now. So yeah, I hear yeah. you. And but you know, Rich, I mean, you don't think he knew that? You don't think he knew that losing that game was a big deal? Because you know as well as I do, that's one of his, that's one of his dream jobs. That might have been the dream job. And, you know, when Parcells left the, the, you know, the Giants, you know, I mean that that was a lot different than when he left the Jets, you know. And I think that's what he always thought was going to be, you know, where he would go. Because you know he's big on these traditional NFL teams. He he loves yeah. Baltimore. He loves Washington. He loves the Giants. You know, so yeah, man. Don't think for a second that wasn't in his mind. And like you said, you're going to replace him with the guy who beat him today. You know, yeah. That that does that certainly was on the mind of a lot of people <laughs> besides him. You know, so just just saying. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. All right, let's take a quick break. Coming back, we'll look around the league right after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
welcome back. Miami Dolphins legend show. you got Pat and Rich coming at you. Final stretch here. We'll take you up to this Monday night football game, which is the Bears uh, at the Vikings. And, uh, uh, again, uh, another Achilles there with uh, Cousins, although not on the MetLife turf. Um, but you know, just bringing it up, there's been certainly a lot of them. Uh, Rich, we would be remiss. Uh, obviously, you talked about the Dolphins' path uh, in the AFC East, uh, which was uh, uh, helped out by uh, probably one of the biggest games of the year, but also one of the more exciting and crazy and unusual games that I've seen in a long, long time uh, with the Buffalo Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles last night. It was strange. There's no question about it. <laughs> and how many wide rights is this team going to have in their history? Yeah, yeah. Those field goals uh, did. Yeah, those field goals Oops. killed them. Those missed field goals killed them. Um, and uh, yeah, they always they're always crying. And obviously, uh, they had um, the calls were not on their side. Uh, I know you're very biased, uh, along with uh, some other people I um, I know uh, amongst my own household. But uh, you know, what, what do you think? Horse collar? Completely. That missed. was a horse collar for sure. And and the fact that they called intentional grounding on the play. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of, right? <laughs> they went backwards on something that almost killed the guy. Reminded me of that Matt Matt Moore Pittsburgh Steeler playoff game. Yeah, <laughs> he almost got yeah, killed. Almost, almost got killed, yeah. and we wound up going back 35 yards when it was all said and done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, the officiating was terrible in that game. Yeah, awful. You know, I don't, I don't know if the refs are afraid of the crowd. I don't know what's going on there. You know, but uh, I don't yeah. know either. That was a strange one. And then you had, uh, you know, yeah. uh, speaking of kickers, a uh, 59-yarder in the in the. Rain and wind going through. It was just a weird game. Yeah, Josh Allen had a wide open uh, receiver for uh, a game winning touchdown in overtime. They they couldn't hook up, go the wrong way. And uh, what, what's your feeling on taking the ball in overtime? Taking it first? Yeah. You have to because if the other team scores a touchdown, you lose. Right, but if you score a field goal, then like you, you used to tell me, one of your big things was then it's four down territory all the way down. Yeah, but you don't have a true – I understand that's that. What happened. Still, you can't, that's you what happened. That's what happened, though. You can't, well, they didn't go for it on fourth the whole way down, though. They didn't. No, but they did go for it where they wouldn't have. Yeah. They I did go you. for it on yeah, fourth I, down. I understand and, that, but you can't, where they wouldn't you have. can't take the chance of – Yeah, but I got you. But you can't take the chance of the other team – if you defer the other team – you know, gets a touchdown, you're going to look like an idiot, you know. And what about no, What about in the playoffs? Again, you got to take the ball first. Why? You know. Why? Because you got to try to score the touchdown and end it. You can't allow the other team to have the opportunity to win the game. But you don't end it. You don't end it anymore. With a touchdown, you do. No, you don't. Right? Didn't they change it oh, now? certainly do. No. Touchdown. So they changed so. it because of that Josh Allen thing. No. 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 It's only a field goal. Touchdown, you don't, you don't get the ball. In the playoffs? In anything, yeah. No, you don't. No. No, you don't, you don't get the ball. Absolutely not. I, you know, if that's, that's news to me, if that's the case, but I didn't hear that. I thought there was new playoff overtime rules now because of that Kansas City-Buffalo game. So if you get a touchdown, the other team gets the chance to now? 
I true? thought I thought they changed it. Right? You're I saying know. no. I don't mean I made them up, but I thought they made rule changes because of that. In the playoffs. If it's true, I don't I never heard it. So I don't know. I, I did not really? hear that. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. All right, well, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised because I know, like, you know, how you feel about, you know, uh, me, I, you know I think it still should be something that should be the end of it. So do I. Yeah. I mean, I always like that, too. I always like that, too. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I always, like you said, I always had the problem, again, you score a few goals, the other team would go for it on fourth, and, you know. Yeah, you know the one, that's why I brought this up because that yeah. was always your thing. Yeah. You used to always oh, talk to me thing. about that, yeah. and and it happened in the Philly game. Right. Yeah. They used. You know, they went for a fourth down. They wouldn't have done that had they just you know not needed to. Right. You know. Right. But yeah. uh. Yeah. yeah. You know they would have obviously punted. Yeah, of course. But and that's yeah. the problem that you get with the you know with that. Um, you know, getting the, the ball. problem is, too, is, if you have two long drives to end up in field goals, you know, you're looking at a tie other than the playoffs, you know, obviously. Yeah. You know? Because there's not enough time. They, they shortened the time of overtime and made this other rule where both teams had to get the ball. So to have three long possessions is really not going to happen. Yeah, but ironically, you know, there haven't been that many ties this year. I actually overheard somebody talking about that, that there wasn't uh, too too many ties this year. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed that, too. But I, I did notice that, uh, you know, there hasn't been that many this year. So, um, yeah. Well, there well last year there was a lot. There really hasn't yeah, there hasn't been that many overtimes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. All right, so here, here you go. I got a couple things for you I wanted to throw at you. Um, little funzy uh, home stretch here. Um, head coach power rankings, okay? They released them. And I never put much stock in this anyway because uh, I very rarely ever agree with it. Um, right. But uh, let's say this. Um who do you think is one, two, and three? Let's start there, and then I'll give you the uh, the rundown of what I think is. I would say off, but... I'm not going to tell you in order one, two, and three, but I'll tell you the three that they pick: Andy okay. Reid, Shanahan, and um, uh, let's see who else do we go with. Now, well, let me let me just let me just, let me just preface this though. Let me preface this. I, I before this was taken earlier. So it's not just reflective of this year. Okay, so try to take out what's been going on this year and just look at, like, um, uh, resume, like, just focus it yeah, on this year. I'm still going in other, words, I'm still in going. other words, Bill Belichick is in there. Yeah, okay, so those three. Yeah, they add Belichick to those three. Okay, they don't have Shanahan in there. They have Tomlin. So it's, it's Reed, number one, Belichick, two, and Tomlin, three. Um, then you have Sean Payton at four. Sirianni at five, Shanahan six, McVeigh seven, Dayball eight, Carroll nine, and Doug Peterson ten. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, well, you put Shanahan real high, 
But how much credibility do you give somebody who has a Super Bowl ring on their finger over guys that don't, right? I mean, the obvious guy not on there to me is Harbaugh. I mean, I think that's ridiculous. Harbaugh is absolutely in the top ten. And Brian Dayball is not the eighth best coach in football. He's just not. I mean, I understand he won coach of the year last year, but I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Like I said, I don't, you know, give any – there's 89 different versions of, of, like, who's the best team in the league. And, you know, everybody's got a 24-hour show, and there's – 19 fantasy teams and 19 this game and that game and you know and the, every week it's you know somebody stinks and somebody's better than they had it the reverse the week before you know so I don't really take a lot to that you know no I don't either I just just doing that to, yeah. you know yeah I got you you got nothing you know no I just I'm just saying you know I don't I don't really pay attention to that crap all right who's the leading receiver of the Washington all time. Uh, all time? You, yeah, you know. Uh, Mark yeah, that's right. That's right. We've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. How about uh, tell me the top four. You're going to love this. The top four most winning quarterbacks after Tom Brady, who's number one. By the way, he's got uh, 251 wins. The next one, the next one is a, the next one is at 188. He, let me repeat: he's got 251 wins. The next one is 188. Who? Brady's got 251. Yeah, 251. The and, then, guy, and the next, the next one's a 188. Yeah, Brady's got 251. The next guy's got 188. And the next guy played forever. Forever. I think you know the four. Yeah, Elway's got more than Marino. Elway's got more, one more than the Marino. Yeah. So, well, trying to think. Our, our guys are at the third tier. The third tier, okay. Yeah, so the, the third yeah, tier. I would, assume that, I would assume that it's got to be like a Favre in there. Yep. Right, Peyton Manning. Ours, ours two. Yep, Peyton Manning's three. Peyton Manning, and then Drew Brees probably. Right. Yep. Yep. That's right. Drew Brees number four. Yeah. And see if you can get the yeah. fifth guy. You might be able to. It's a, it's, a, it's in that same realm. It's in the same yeah, realm. Yeah, no, I got you. Not Philip Rivers because he lost too much. Not Rivers. Not Rivers, but but in that same realm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I tip my tongue and I can't think. You want it? Uh, no, give me two seconds more. Okay, take take your time on it. Take your time on it. Yeah. And uh, it's got it's got to be uh, Favre, I guess, right? You, you said Favre. It's Favre, Manning, Favre, Reeves, Aaron and Rogers? Aaron Rodgers is actually on the Marino tier. He's he, he, he's he's he, yeah he's less than that. He's got one fifty. Marino has one forty seven, and. Uh, Earl Morrow and, and Elway have 149. Who, uh, who is it? I'm, I'm done. It's who Big it? Ben, Roethlisberger. Big Ben, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. You did good, though, on that, man. You did good, though. You did good on that. You nailed two, three, and four strong. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
That was pretty good. So that's what I have. All right, so enough of the nonsense. We go uh, on to uh, another winnable game at Washington, but a weird game um, in the sense that, you know, uh, whenever you play those kind of teams, it's always weird because you're not too familiar with them, and uh, it could go either way, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, Washington, Washington, all of them are Washington is in total, they're in total disarray right now. The coach is on, on borrowed time. Yeah. You know, he's on it's a it's a big mess over there right now, so yeah. we, we should be able to go in there and take care of business. Yeah, you would think so. You would think so. So, um, you know, let's look for that. Uh, any word on uh, HN? Are we looking to maybe have him for that game? You know, he's day to day. They said so. Okay. Okay. I don't think there's any. You know, you so know, nothing concrete. I don't, you don't have nothing on not, that. They're not going to do anything yet. Yeah. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, yeah. I would sit him out. Another another week or two. I would too. I would too. Yeah, I would too. We don't need this. There's no reason to rush him back. Wait, you know, wait until you know the the next check game. You know, you had a very nice, you had a very nice uh, combination with Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, There's really no need to rush him back. You're absolutely right. Uh, And and uh, Gaskin may even be healthy. I don't know, but uh, there's there's no reason to rush him back. We brought Gaskin back. What do we do that? Uh, Ahmed, Ahmed, I'm sorry, Ahmed. No, he's on IR, dude. He's out for four years. He's out. Done, done. Yeah. Uh huh. So who's he's the third? So years. who's the running back then? They have a guy in the practice squad that they didn't elevate yet. I forget what his name is. Somebody like that. Who that guy? Evans. Evans. So I think. No, I think That's somebody him? else. He just sucked. Somebody squad. else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so the, so then if that's the case, then uh, <laughs> I guess they are going to rush. I think he's out of the league. Yeah, he might be out of the league. I think Gaskin's out of the league. That wouldn't yeah. actually wouldn't have been a bad book, you know? Yeah, I, I heard his name not that long ago, but don't remember yeah. the situation with it. But, yeah, all right, so it'll be interesting then to see. Uh, but we'll, I think we may have just solved the riddle, though, unfortunately. Because if yeah. they're that banged up, they probably are going to rush him back. Because <laughs> now you're, you know, yeah. you know, which I hope not. I mean, I hope I hope they don't, because uh, I would like to see him heal that knee a hundred percent completely and just try to rough out this yeah. easy stretch uh, and get him a hundred percent healthy for the for the the finish line. Bunch, and I got then the, I got I got the replay of the game on right now, and yeah. they just showed to his family and. You thought what? we looked miserable. <laughs> to his family's to... at the game. You thought, yeah, you thought we that. looked miserable at the game? <laughs> yeah, <I've seen> that. <laughs> that. Think about four people from Hawaii sitting in that stadium. Yeah. They had puss yeah, on their cool. face like, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, it's a tough place to play. And so anytime you get something like this, you know, you take it with a smile on your face and you run, and that's obviously what we got. So uh, very happy. And, and listen, you have – it just seems like you always have these Thanksgiving now memories because uh, you love, and now you have another one. So this is becoming a very, very pleasant and happy uh, holiday season for the Miami Dolphins and a very miserable season for that team that plays in the green from New York, which I know should make you very happy every November from this standpoint on. All right, my friend. That's it for us. We'll see you next week right here on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power off Walked out. 